0: This is the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. And welcome, everybody, to this edition of Coming Home with John Allen. Whether you're listening to me on a podcast platform, watching me on YouTube, or listening to me on my radio program, I'm here for you, bringing you good conversation. I hope it lifts you up and carries you throughout your day, your week, your year your life. I'm here in service of you. And today, my guest is Jon Siltä. Hello, my friend.
1: Hello. Thank you. you know, nice to be here.
0: Yeah, it's nice to have you here. We had some technical difficulties. We should have done this a little over a week ago. It didn't work, but here we are now. It was meant to be now. It wasn't meant to no, be now.
1: Meant to be now. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh,
0: I just want to jump right into it. Um, you are a priest. Yeah. You are a practitioner of
1: Yeah, uh, I've uh, owned my own club for 11 years. Um,
0: And and I I think that's a heck of a combination.
1: (laughs) A lot of people say that, but you know,
0: well, it's Jesus. like you can hurt people, possibly uh, take their life, but you'll pray them in the right direction.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, you probably read about the Middle Ages, right? There you go. It's not so off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I have to say this. Um, I think I've told you this before, but I want my listeners to understand my perspective. Uh, I've always respected you. We used to work together at another place like 10, 15 years ago. Like, I think it was yeah. within the first year of me coming to Norway. Uh, I was very new in this country, and I used to work at a place where you worked, and I always respected you back then. You had this calmness about you. Um, Thank you. Uh (laughs) You had a kindness, and we used to have some discussions about different social issues, um, a little bit about religion, and about different social issues, and you just seemed to be the kind of guy who really cares. You You have a very practical approach to things, and you have a big heart. Thank you. So when I found out, now I I believe at that time you were studying theology, and then I found out I believe it was some sort of media. uh, I I can't remember if it was a television thing or maybe something I saw in a newspaper, but you were involved in something and the media got a hold of it, uh, and I'm like, okay, he's finished with. With his <laughs> theology ed- education, and now he's a priest. And then yeah. through the years, I've just kind of followed you. Every once in a while, you'll show up in the media. You put a lot of interesting things from time to time online on your social media presence. Can you just talk to me about what drew you, what pulled you into studying theology and becoming a priest?
1: Uh, it's a little bit... Um, uh, I, I ne- never grew up in a a christian home or or yeah really am i now that surprises
0: me right off the bat
1: yeah (laughs) Oh, my mother she's uh she's a christian but we we never talked much about it in my when i in my youth when i grew up so it was a experience i had when i was 18 years old uh i was uh you know i i was the one that cursed the most (laughs) uh and i was uh (laughs) Uh, interested in, uh, boxing and, uh, powerlifting and, uh, was that type of guy, you know, yeah, I w- yeah. was, I was, uh, I had a good upbringing and, uh, yeah, I was a respectful young man, but I was, I was a little bit, uh, yeah, uh, want to be tough guy, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so I, uh, but I had this experience when I was 18, uh, years old. I had a, had a bad time in my life and, um, I, I felt that there was something more so so I I got very curious about finding out what what was this, uh, thing that hit me so hard because it was, it was an experience I had, uh, one night and the the day after I couldn't even tell my mother about it. I was just crying. So I had to Ah. write, write it in a post-it, uh, uh you know uh
0: t- t- tell me about that experience what what uh what was it that happened
1: I, i was i was uh i don't know what you can call it uh, kind of depressed or uh yeah, yeah i was uh having trouble sleeping and just uh, couldn't find my direction in life you just and felt lost oh very lost for for weeks and uh, and one night i was just uh, yeah i was uh I was uh, not shouting, but I was uh, asking out loud, "Why me? Why this shit?" And uh, yeah, uh, and I, I ha- had this feeling, you know, um, uh, a kind of a w- voice that just talked in my head, or uh, it, it felt like it was outside my head, all oh, it, everywhere.
0: A, a new and unique experience for you.
1: Oh, okay. uh, yeah, and uh, did, that voice told me that everything is going to be fine. And, and, uh, and it was not the, not the words, but it was the feeling afterwards, you know, it was, uh, uh, this, uh, calmness in, in my whole system. And I just, uh, I cried like a baby and I fell asleep and I had trouble falling asleep. I just, so it was the reaction was instant. You know, it was just, uh, and it was like, it was written inside my head that this was something much bigger that uh yeah so, that's uh, very
0: interesting um i would let me let me let me say this here in norway <clears throat> i was i was raised christian i was raised in the church uh, back mm. home in the united states um and that's never been anything that i've been ashamed of saying mm. but <clears throat> here in norway it seems quite common that if a person puts words on their Christianity or on their faith, whether it's Christianity or, or, or Buddhism or, or, or Islam, but mm-hmm. especially Christianity, immediately you get a less than positive reaction from people. That yeah. seems to be rather common here in Norway, Mm-hmm. So the description that you're, that or, or I'm sorry, the story that you're putting out here right now, it, it, to me, it describes a moment, uh it, it, it describes a spiritual experience, correct? Yeah. yeah. So when you share that story with people, you know, I hear you say this, and I'm, again, I I was raised in, in Christianity, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's just a beautiful little story, just a little bit that you've told. It sounds beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine you don't get that reaction from, Oh. a lot of Norwegians <laughs> talk about that reaction uh
1: you know i really i about this uh this experience i, I don't um I don't tell uh, everybody this experience because I I know you are you are now, <laughs> yeah now I do but uh, you know uh, now I'm forty three years old and I don't I don't yeah I'm it's not so important to me what people think of me and yeah
0: well like well maturity gives well, a little bit of more self uh, self assuredness more self security yeah. and and uh, yeah those negative responses are probably going to bounce off of you, but, but you have had those negative responses, right? Uh,
1: not quite uh, negative, but uh, it's like people of course don't understand if you have, if you don't, if you haven't had that experience yourself, you don't understand what this is. And of course, in ret- retrospect, like uh, for me also, it's, uh, it's the, the questions coming, you know, was I, uh, yeah. Was I awake too long? Did my brain just, uh, <laughs> <Yeah. went off laughs> yeah, or... yeah. but, but, you know, the, for me, uh, I don't care about what other people think about it because it was my experience and that experience changed my life. Uh, no matter what it was, yeah. it just, it just changed my life because after that day, uh, things, uh, <laughs> turned out okay. You know, yeah. it, 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 it went that way.
0: See and, and that's that's what I find so interesting about the 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 way some people respond to other people's religious beliefs or experience. Um I get it that it's not for everyone. I get it that not everyone sees the significance of it. But what I don't understand is when people are so quick to um delegitimize others experiences. Uh, yeah. You know, I I make it I make a very distinct point to not point fingers at people who are not spiritual. That's not for me to do. That's that individual's choice. And if through my life's example, they choose to become more spiritual or ask questions about it, well then, you know, great mission accomplished, but I won't go around pointing at those who are not spiritual, but it seems to be a very, it's, it's in. It's a good thing to do. It's an accepted yeah. thing to do that people will make fun of Christians. They will laugh at their spirituality. They'll mm. call um, stories like yours uh, uh, fantasy or, or, or delusion.
1: Yeah, of course. And, uh, I can, I can understand that because I too, yeah. it, it, it sounds, uh, sounds like, uh, crazy talk. Of course, it's not normal.
0: Uh, it's oh. not something everyone talks around the the, oh. the, 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 coffee machine at work.
1: That's not Absol- absolutely, absolutely. And my work I can, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's like, um, uh, but it, it, it changed me. I was this something happened that I can't uh, explain because uh, if it was my voice, uh, I use this voice all over the you know all over the place. Like, yeah. come on, you can do this and uh, push through and uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm used to hearing my voice. This was something else, and it 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 hit me so hard that i couldn't tell my own mother uh, the day after that. that's very interesting yeah so i had to write it in a post-it note you know this um, yeah
0: you had to let it sink in could it possibly be that you didn't recognize it for what it was so you had to kind of work it uh, into your brain and analyze it a little bit?
1: No, the, I think the thing was, I, I knew what it was because I we wrote did. on that note, um, that, that post it, um, what do you call it? Post it? Uh, note. Yeah. 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 Post it note uh, that is, I talked to God, you know? So, so I just, uh, my brain just, uh, this is something much bigger than me.
0: I just got chills, uh, down my arms because when you say that you wrote it down, that you spoke to God, uh, my son, who passed away uh, two years ago, November 5th, two years yeah. ago, passed away from a heroin overdose. And then the second to last time he got high, uh, I was talking with him on the phone and he said, this addiction can't be all bad because now this last time I got high, I actually spoke to God. He said that to me. Hmm
1: uh i got the chills now
0: the- yeah you know and and it's you can't again <clears throat> again a lot of people will hear people say that and they just throw that away as some sort of fantasy or some sort of delusion but i believe that people can speak to god i believe that people do speak to god um now, it would be delusional if I were to say that when I speak to God, he's sitting at my dinner table, I can see him, and I'm talking to him. It's not that. It's oh. not that kind of conversation. <laughs> now, let's say that I'm a skeptic, and I say to you, Jonsukta, I don't believe you. Explain hmm. to me how you spoke with God.
1: What would you say I, to me?
0: What would you say to me if I was a skeptic and I presented that question to you?
1: Uh, first of all, I, I would just want to say one thing and uh, I'm very sorry for your loss, John. Thank, uh, thank you, brother. That's the fir- first thing. Thank you, brother. Um, what I would say it's it's like uh, I, I can understand that. You know, I, I get it every you know, we have a lot of youth uh, in, uh, in, our, in my church and uh, I'm their uh, minister and uh, you know, we talk about this all the time. Like, uh, I believe in God and some of them don't, you know, they come like uh, uh, they just want to know more about this uh, thing, you know. They're curious. They're curious. Yeah, what does Christians believe in and, and stuff. And I try to explain for them and some make sense and some doesn't make sense because I think God is not... Uh, I, yeah, I can't explain what happened to me, right? You know, I, I can't explain who it was. Um, it's, it's just like my brain was uh, just connecting with something uh, bigger than me. Yes. Uh, so I, I immediately uh, felt like this is either God or something that is very close to God. So yeah. I would just, uh, and the, the way I think... Uh, the best way to show them is is how this changed me like um, ah. I, I'm now using my life uh, to uh, to serve this voice and you're <laughs> doing what, it so
0: well and we're gonna get into that you're doing yeah. that service in such a beautiful way we'll talk about
1: that yeah. oh thank you but I, I was supposed to be a police. Policeman, that was my... That's
0: right, I remember, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. In fact, that was our first, uh, one of our first conversations, as I remember, because I was, uh, you know, brand new in Norway, and less yeah. than a year before that, I had been a police officer in the Chicago area. So we yeah, started... Well,
1: the big police officer from That's Chicago. right, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So
0: we started talking about law enforcement. I remember that now. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, uh, so that was m- supposed to be my path, you know. I was uh, supposed to be a police officer and... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't. But
0: you knew... When you had this revelation, you were, you were 18 years old, you yep. have this revelation, you knew right then what
1: you... I, d- I didn't knew right then that I was going to be a, a minister. Uh, and the, the strength thing, and, and one thing that maybe can explain how profoundly this changed me for people, is like, if you had asked me the day before I had this experience, you're going to be a minister in the Church of Norway. I would have laughed my ass off. <laughs> I would have laughed so hard because that was so far away from my. Uh, so from your path,
0: my, so your path was not obvious at that time.
1: At, no, 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 no. But the was door just, was opened. Uh,
0: the door was opened.
1: Yeah, but it was very, very obvious that I was not supposed to be a priest uh, <laughs> or, or a minister in the Church of Norway. That. We can have ruled that out,
0: yeah. Well, do you call yourself a minister or a priest?
1: I don't know. Uh, I, I it's so different than what we have in America. I, I, yeah, so some, you know, uh, I think uh, I'm a Protestant, like Lutheran, uh, yeah. so, so I think... Uh, reverend or minister. Reverend or minister. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, priest. I have some uh, Catholic friends, and they say no priest. No are pre- yeah, yeah. so like, Okay. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. It's okay.
0: <laughs> well, well, I'll I'll try and remember to use the term minister or uh, or reverend. But I I'll call, uh, you,
1: I'll call you brother. I'll call you brother. I, that fits. I, I, yeah, I'm brother. That's okay. That fits.
0: Not father, yep. that's Catholic. Not father. <laughs> I'll call you brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, so you have this, this uh, as they would maybe as they would say, an open boarding or a, a revelation or or yeah. something was revealed to you at that time, and although it didn't become obvious that you were going to be the man that you are today, it did open uh, a new reality for you, and it did push you in that mm. direction. So, at what time then did you decide to study theology?
1: I think, uh, when I was, uh, 19, I, uh, the first thing I did was just, uh, uh, go to, um, what we call the Folkehøgskole in, uh, yeah, like in a, Norway. Yeah, like
0: a junior college, I guess that would be in America.
1: Yeah, yeah, like something, uh, it's a school, but it's kind of, uh, a, a resting year. You can find yourself and yeah, yeah a little yeah. breathing space, space to breathe and yeah. Yeah, find yourself. So I did that, and that was a uh, Christian school, and I was trying to find myself just uh, what is this and what uh, impact has it done with my life. And after that, I, I uh, soon I found out that this was a little bit too interesting. So I was supposed to study <laughs> one year. Too, too interesting.
0: Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love a that. little bit
1: too inter- <laughs> interesting to just let it go. Yeah, so I, yeah. I just uh, studied uh, theology, or Christendom one year on the university uh, before I was supposed to be a police officer and uh, go that way. Yeah. And, uh, it just got too exciting. And, uh, yeah, I was, uh, what
0: was it that was exciting for you?
1: It was uh, a little bit, uh, you know, I was, I connected with something, uh, bigger, uh, something I, I just haven't thought about, like, uh, roots and, uh, uh, you know uh, this old roots, and um, it explained. I, I can. Uh, what you think, uh, you know my English. Uh, no, I, I can. Yeah, I, I just uh, the the voice was familiar in in my studies. If you understand, I guess. Yeah. I can. Uh, I can relate to.
0: Could it be, could it be, and I don't know if this is a good thing, but very often you'll see psychiatrists and psychologists, they will actually study that because mm. they have issues about themselves that they're trying to understand.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. I don't know if so that's good or bad, but, but that's the way it is very often. Could it be a similar thing? You had this. Absolutely. Um, yeah. There you go. Mm.
1: There you I go. Try to, uh, try to, uh, yeah, find out what was this thing that hit me so hard, um, could it be, you know, uh, the baby? I
0: wonder, I wonder if people... You know, I'm a, I'm a student of the state of affairs in the world and in society. And I think a lot of people seem so unhappy, so dissatisfied and so frustrated. And I wonder... I wonder how often it is that people have meaningful experiences in their life, but because it's so big, it's so different they actively choose to not study it and figure that out and thereby Mm. potentially lead themselves down a better path. And because they don't do that, they remain frustrated. They remain angry. Mm. Uh, But you had this experience and you actively sought answers to that experience by studying theology. Am I I right?
1: Yeah. It was, uh, And I, I think, yeah.
0: I think you're a better you're, you know I didn't know you when you were 18 19 years old but I can assume that you're probably a better more happy and balanced man because you you you, you were and probably still are looking to to to, to fill in the answers
1: yeah it pro- defi- definitely definitely got me a yeah it definitely got me a in a direction and as long as you got a plan in a direction yeah. a lot of chaos chaos just um, went away already there. I, I think I think uh, having a purpose and having a, a you know a path to walk on that made uh, some yeah. of course big changes for me. but it's it's not like uh, I don't want people to misunderstand like uh, yeah he heard his voice and everything was just completely perfect in his life uh, from that day off you know, Life is is rough, and life uh, hits you in the face a lot of times. Yeah, and yeah. of course, you you can roll with it, and uh, some some hits just hit you, and uh, it it that's life.
0: But it's the, it's the summary. It is it's the sum of all of those hits to the face of all of those challenges that can either break us and wear us down, or it can teach us and make us stronger. I'm the kind of person, I try to keep the mindset that I actually enjoy a challenge. I want more challenges, because that process of solving the puzzle, even if I don't solve the puzzle, the process of trying to solve the puzzle or find the solution or find the meaning, it will make a person stronger. Um, And I I, I try not to let that be a selfish thought, because I believe that the stronger I get, yes, that's good for me, but it also makes me a better husband, father, and friend,
1: yeah
0: and you you've you have you know whenever whenever anyone thinks of a reverend or a priest or a minister, they think of a humble person now <clears throat> you are, well they do yeah you know someone yeah. who, someone who is in service, you know service is the is in the forefront yeah. of 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 what you do mm. um have you ever? had any moments of confusion because you've had a little bit of media attention. Have there yep. ever been any moments that have tested your faith or your resolve or your, your mindset of service because of the media attention that you get?
1: I don't, uh, that's a good question because I, you I'm, know, a, I'm a good it, podcast host. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, it's like, um, uh, I had thought about it because, you know, uh, if you uh, if you get a this self-centered uh, figure you know like uh, look at me yeah, look of, at me I'm on about. TV yeah. again
0: I'm in the media again yeah
1: I did it again you know yeah but uh,
0: yeah.
1: I try to but uh, uh, the thing is I I have always uh, I try to be myself you know uh, and uh, I'm that's my and a lot of those interests I, I have. Uh, is the thing that uh, people like you responded in the beginning like wow that was uh, quite a combination yeah but yeah. but it's just me it's you know just i'm not, you, I, i'm not i'm not uh, i'm not uh, uh, practicing in martial arts or kramagon uh, do power lifting and stuff just to get uh, more views okay. i like it it's it's my lifestyle i i yeah. uh, I've I've been boxing since I was fourteen years old, and before that I, I lifted weights, you know, yeah. uh, just because I I just uh, liked it. Had this uh, had this uh, self-made bench in my uh, basement, you oh, know, yeah. and uh, yeah, and I used uh, uh, Coca-Cola <laughs> bottles as weights. Oh, I love it! Stuff. I
0: love it! I love it! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: old school. I start, hey, started started hey, off hey, whatever uh, it takes, a, you know. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it takes. <laughs> So, so it just, uh, and, and people, and, you know, I was going on a completely different path and, you know, the experience I had just pushed me in another direction, but I, I still had to be me. I, yes. can, I can't be another person. No. Uh, and I try to do my best to help people and try to, I, I'm, I'm like you said, I'm. I just like the more, the practical approach. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, uh, uh, you know if god is love uh, the people who work for god should uh, reflect that and if you know, they don't um yeah maybe uh, they have misunderstood god or yeah
0: and i'll tell you right now i'm gonna cut out that section and make a clip out of that and post it because i think that that right there is a message that many people are starting to forget hmm. if god is love if spirituality religion and god is love then we have to love yeah if we're not doing that then we need to stop claiming to be spiritual or religious but, or christian or muslim or, or whatever it
1: is, yeah. it Every, is everybody has read the new testament you can see that that's that's a direct command from god love your neighbor yeah. and uh and you know like uh, saint paul says if if i can move mountains with my faith and i don't have love i'm nothing you know yeah. Yeah. and that's strong words that's very strong words
0: it's so yeah. direct
1: and love is bigger than even hope, you know. And, and that's pain. true. And that's true.
0: Yeah. that's yeah.
1: true. I say it in every marriage I have, you know. Just like, uh, yeah, we we read that text, First uh, Corinthians thirteen, you know. Uh, yeah. The, the, I, I think yeah. I'm gonna
0: come out to Molden. You can marry my wife and I again, just, yeah. so, I can, just so I can hear that.
1: Just <laughs> so I hear that, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah you, you use that in the, in the United States, sort of like you, uh, uh, you're uh, new, uh, uh, newing your uh, vows or something. Renewing
0: like the that. vows, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, we um we were so lucky. We had, actually it was chaos that f- kind of made us have to have two weddings. We were married here in Norway in Lillehammer. <clears throat> And But my fa- none of my family could get free from work. Or, you know, a couple people could, but like my mother couldn't take free from work. So yeah. we figured, okay, let's just do a Norwegian wedding here. And that was in April. And then in September, we had another wedding back home in the States. Yeah. So, uh, and, and now we've been married 20, 20 years. And we're thinking already that at our 25th anniversary, we're going to do it again. Have another wedding here in Norway and another wedding in uh, in the in the United States. So I'm going to look you up in about four years. I'll be uh, <laughs> and and you have to remember to use that uh, line in our vows. Yeah,
1: I'll be here. Yes, I love it. You'll be
0: there. Let, let me ask you this, Jon. Um, how important, or, or or can you talk about the concept of being evangelical in in religion, uh, in Christianity? You know, getting the message out there. Because mm. that's another issue that a lot of um, people who who kind of have a uh, stiff arm approach to Christianity, mm. they 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 find a lot to dislike with even evang- evangel- uh, the ev- evangelical yeah. aspects of, of of Christianity. Can you talk yep. about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, I can. I can. Uh, I can relate to that actually. <laughs> I'm sure. I, yeah. yeah, I feel feel the same. Uh, so I, I understand people because like we uh, talked about a little bit uh, uh, earlier here, it's like when people dislike you uh, or your story as a Christian or your faith, uh, I I think they dislike an idea of a Christian. Uh, And where do they get that idea from? You know, what type of person do you uh, play in your head when you hear Christian? Yeah. Do do you see... uh, uh, do you see if, uh, friends of uh, a sissy, you know, or uh, Mother Teresa, yeah. or is someone just devote their life to help? Uh, yeah, to make a, make a change. Do you see Martin Luther King? Uh, who do you see? Do, they do not see those persons. No. Because then we wouldn't have that problem. Exactly. So they, see, they see this hypocrite, I think. And I see this, uh, you know, it's like a machine gun gun. Uh, uh evangelicals who just uh fire jesus 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 and hope yeah. they hit hit somebody
0: and maybe in the process they're hoping they make a little money
1: uh, of course and uh, yeah they see this uh These
0: mega church types you,
1: you see that more in the uh, you see it in norway as well but you see it a lot of you know big those mega churches yeah. in united states and yeah. stuff like that and yeah. uh, people uh yeah driving blacks because uh, Yeah. They follow Jesus in the name of
0: Jesus.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, so I, I cannot, uh, I can understand that people, I think that that anger is healthy because they expect more from a Christian. Ah. They expect, they expect that, you know, you as a minister or you as a pastor, or you shouldn't behave that way. And they get mad and they, that's their right. I think, um,
0: that's interesting that you say that can be a good thing, but yeah, you're right. It can be a good thing. It yeah. keeps, it can keep the clergy, if you will, honest.
1: Yeah. Because, but uh... but
0: does it? <laughs> because I see people like Joel Olstein. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, he bought that stadium in, in Houston. I think it seats like 70,000 people and he fills it up twice yeah. a week on Sundays and Wednesdays. He fills it up. He's making his money. Mm-hmm. And there's very little, you know, I've never studied the man and the work that he does, but there's very little obvious evidence that that money is going to good causes. I guess I'm saying there's nothing wrong with raising money in the name of God, but if it's not being used for God's work, Mm. it's not being raised in the name of God. It's being raised in the name of Joel Olstein or whoever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the... So so my thing is,
0: you know, know, yeah, you know, these people who are very skeptical and people who point out the hypocrisy... Uh, that some so-called religious leaders uh, have, uh, it doesn't seem to be working because they're not changing. They're not stopping. They're still no. being those yeah. same hypocrites.
1: I think because they are, uh, as we... I'm going to get sued
0: by Joel Osteen now.
1: He's going to come after you now. So, uh, I, think, I think it's like uh, uh, we are humans, you know. Uh, our pastor is only a human. It's, no, it's nothing more than that. That's true. That's true. They, I think many people think that he's more uh, closer to God or something like that, but I don't. I don't think so. I think. But doesn't uh, the
0: Catholic really and you, neither you nor I are Catholic, but <laughs> um, is is the Catholic faith putting something out there that kind of muddies the waters or makes things difficult for non-Catholic priests, reverends, ministers, because <laughs> they profess the Pope to be. Uh, you know, God's man here on earth, that he does have a closer connection to God than Mm. anyone else. And a lot of people will look at that and say, well, how can that be? He's just a man. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Uh, Yeah. Um, Makes things difficult. I I have a lot of respect for my Catholic friends. Yeah, Um, and so do
0: I. Let me me say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm just pointing out something that's out there in society. This is what people say about yeah. the catholic faith, and in particular about the pope
1: yeah. yeah i i have personally i have no problem uh you know I, I don't see the pope as uh you know uh uh it's not uh closer to god than no. than others are but you know me as a uh, as a minister in in church when i Uh, You know, I I, I say things on behalf of God, like uh, the liturgy and stuff like that. Yeah. So when I'm facing my congregation and I'm, so I'm, I'm, you know, the, the person that delivers these words. You're the conduit.
0: You're the conduit.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: I'm sorry. uh, It's very, very unprofessional. Uh, Let me, let me just turn this off sorry about oh, that go ahead uh,
1: perfect i just was, got
0: done saying i was a good podcast host and i guess i'm not when I, <laughs> I don't turn off the ringer on my phone i'm sorry go ahead go ahead
1: i i just uh yeah i remember to turn my off so i'm, oh, I'm well, happy you're a, good, you're, you're
0: a good guest you're a good guest
1: <clears throat> shouldn't should, should be me yes. <laughs> so no it's, it's just i i see like uh pope francis like he he's um uh he's a leader he's, he's a he's the highest ranked leader in the catholic church and uh i view him as a good man and he does sure. some good sure. works and good thinking and um you know uh he's the successor after peter you know like uh, the um, uh, so saint peter so i think uh, uh it doesn't bother bother me you know no no it
0: do- doesn't bother me either I get, my my point was was that uh, a lot of people will latch on to that specific uh thing about the Catholic faith that yeah they can't get behind this idea of the Pope being that close to God more so than any other person walking the street Yeah. Um, no, I, ha- I have no problem with the Catholic faith. I'm not Catholic, but I don't have a problem with them or their beliefs. But I think that also kind of ties back into this idea of being an evangelical and how people can turn that into a negative thing when you have, as you say, the evangelical who kind of machine guns Christianity.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, just fire away.
0: Just fire away yeah. and aim for the head, <laughs> you know, yeah. make people swallow it. And, uh, well, that's gross. No, uh, but it's... Uh, but it's, it's um, it, it, it makes things so, somewhat of an uphill battle for people who are trying to um, do the good work. It makes yeah. it more of an uphill battle. But then we should be prepared for that. Again, we're men who enjoy the challenge. Am I right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes, I, I do. Uh, but of course, it's it's uh, the, the worst thing for me, Like uh, because I don't feel like that kind of person. I'm, like, uh, I'm not a machine gun... Uh, minister and I, I want to connect with people and i i think i'm i think i uh, my view on god is that like he, he he loves my atheist friends even though they don't know him or uh, want to know him or, or love him he loves because god is love and i think uh, i think uh, i think he he got their back you know even though he they don't uh, understand that yeah uh, or want to know that so you know we can have a a lot of the aggression against you know uh, religious people i can i can understand but it can also spin out of context like yes, uh, it can. if you're a Christian, you're a bad person. No, <laughs> you can't, can't say that.
0: Just like I can't say, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like I can't yeah. say that an, an atheist or a non-believer is no. a bad person. No, you can't. I have a lot of friends, close friends who I love yeah. dearly, who yeah. don't have a spiritual bone in their body.
1: Yeah. So yeah. But still, g- good persons, you yes. know, yeah. uh, and uh, and uh, more loving than a lot of Christians, uh, you know. <laughs> s- you yeah. know, yeah. So so I I don't I don't like to judge people, and I don't like to be judged myself. And but it's you know uh, like I judge you're, you,
0: you're a good guy. How about that? What <laughs> I said? I judge you. You're a good guy. How yeah. About
1: that? Oh, thank you. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a good judgment. That's yeah. A good, ju- that's, <laughs> uh, good judgment. <laughs> No, it's. Uh, I think um, they 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 get angry at the idea, like yes. idea of a Christian, and they and they see the worst. Uh, so I think in my my task in a lot of you know my Christian friends' tasks is to uh, make they change their minds about the Christians. And you so have how to do, do that? that about being a good person and uh, and show them what the Bible is all about and uh, love uh, thy neighbor. Well, yeah, what does that mean? And
0: isn't it such an easy and non-offensive thing to do just as a Christian, just live a good life and be that example?
1: Of course. I, I think, uh, I think a lot of Christians, they, it's a kind of love, you know, when, when they, they want to, uh, like, um, they want people to believe in Christian because they think that if you don't believe you go to hell, like, you know, it's a kind of, love that, you know, you have to, you have to listen to me. This is your last chance. You know, yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't just, an let you, yeah, I can't, I can't let you, uh, go to hell, you know? So I have, you have to understand that this is important and they, uh, but I think the, um, the person who, who gets this message, don't see it that way. Uh, and they
0: look at it as an attack, maybe. They look at it
1: as a judgment yeah. that you're a horrible
0: person living a horrible life and you better straighten yeah. up. You better fix this.
1: Absolutely. And I'm the good, good person yeah. that's going to tell you that you're in trouble. Yeah. You know? And
0: how, how can we expect a good response when it's presented to people or when people perceive the presentation in that way? We can't yeah. expect there to be a good dialogue. Nope. And it's, Christianity or the, the spreading or the example of Christianity should involve a very healthy dialogue. And that's yep. not a healthy dialogue when it's being presented to people in that way.
1: Oh, and of course, it's, uh, so it's, like, my point is, it's not, it's not, a uh, you know, bad behavior or, or uh, it's not uh, to be a mean person. They, Christians t- say these things, I think. It's just, um, my view is a little bit, I think Jesus died for us, and I, th- I think he died for all of us. I think he, uh, what he did on the cross um, uh, just changed the whole game, I think. And uh, in my personal faith, I, I, can't, uh, I can't believe that, that God is uh, totally dependent on people uh, to save other people. Uh, because Christians can act stupid, you know, uh, yeah. they can say stupid things and they can really turn people off. They just, I, you're, you're a mean, uh, stupid person. I, I do not want to believe in the same thing that you do. Uh, right. And I think that Christianity is, is, uh, just, uh, yeah, madman's talk because they met, <laughs> a, a Christian that just <laughs> couldn't, yeah. couldn't behave. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know,
1: and if, if that's God's plan that he just puts, Uh, stupid people to, to tell people, uh, yeah, Yeah. or, or, or else they, they burn for, uh, you know, eternity. I don't believe that. I believe that God, uh, he is. Yeah. It's Uh, so
0: good to hear you say that because again, a lot of people have this perception that all Christians are judgmental. All Christians believe in this angry God who wants to burn those who don't believe in him. Uh, uh, it's, 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 again, back to this whole thing called dialogue. Mm-hmm. The fact that you and I are talking about this, not only will it reinforce certain things that you and I both believe in, but it may also—and I'm not saying we're 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 so good that we're going to convert people—but maybe some people will hear this conversation and look at spirituality, Christianity in particular, in a different way because of yeah. the way you and I are talking about it.
1: Yeah, I, I think everybody has met God, you know, in, in my view. And in, uh, you know, uh, St. John, uh, in his first letter, he, he's the one that says that everybody everybody who, who loves dwells with God, and God dwells in them, he says. So if, you, if you're supposed to analyze that sentence, what does that mean? You know, if, if you love somebody and you felt the love, then you have felt God, yeah. like it's not my words it's uh, another john <laughs> saint john <laughs> and and then he said the people had who haven't love they don't know God uh because God is love he says so uh, I think if you if you want to uh, it's yeah it's hard for me to analyze latex and don't uh, uh what you call um my conclusion is that, uh, everybody has, has met God, but they call it some, something call else, it
0: something else. Well, and that kind of goes to the thing where I, I um, <clears throat> you know, since nine 11, but even before nine 11, mm. uh, but since nine 11, uh, every time there's another uh, terrorist action that involves people from the Middle East, mm. there's this upsurge in, and and bad mouthing Islam.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, And I'll hear Christians, uh, you know, bad mouthing the phrase Allahu Akbar, which the direct translation is God is powerful or God is present. Mm. And you as a Christian, don't you believe that? Don't you believe that God is powerful and God is present? So if that's the case, then why do you interpret just because it's being said uh, in a uh, in a Muslim or in a Middle Eastern dialect? in a different language, why do you then look bad upon that phrase? Yeah. It's very I interesting. See. It's and, and it comes down to that judgmental aspect that we find in, not just in Christianity, but in spirituality in general. Sometimes yeah. the, the, the deepest believers, meaning well, they mean well, but they fall into this pit of judgment of mm. others who don't believe exactly what they believe.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's... Um um, for me, uh, I'm, I'm more inter- interested in, in, um, cleaning my own path, you know? And I there think, you go. There I think you a go. lot of, yeah, I think a lot of Christians should, uh, be the should example.
0: They should be the example. Yeah. You don't take have a to closer s- look. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that uh, involves not saying so much. It involves living right. And then yeah. you'll be able to say things because the conversation will come to you. People yeah. who live a good life, people who are good through their very soul, Mm. Attract conversation. They attract dialogue. They attract people, mm. and there's the opportunity for a more gentle, a kinder, gentler, uh, more easy to swallow evangelical process. Yeah, I believe.
1: Yeah. yeah All I right. Think you're right. Yeah. So, I came to
0: that conclusion with no study of theology, Yon. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not not that, not one. not that you wasted money and years on your education, but. Uh, <laughs>
1: I could have asked you. You You could have
0: just asked me. Hey, man, we were talking 20 years Uh, ago. You could have asked me that.
1: (laughs) Gonna save me a lot of time and money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, Uh, let let me ask you something now, Uh, just to shift gears a little bit. uh, This other aspect of your life that has to do with physical fitness, uh, martial arts. uh, When did all of that start, and why?
1: It starts when I was, uh, I think, uh, 14 years old. I I started boxing. Uh, I just like a little bit you know start a little bit like uh, this uh, tough guy i want to be a tougher uh, youth uh, yeah thing yeah but but then i just fell in love with the sport and it's like uh, it's like a chess game for me uh, yes you know, it is It's every, very much a
0: thinking man's action
1: uh, yeah it's a lot of thinking and uh, every uh, every action uh you know you have to counter that you have to come yeah. with a reaction or you have a defense if you don't have it, a chess yeah. checkmate, you know, uh, uh, and it hurts a lot of, a <laughs> lot more than in chess. So I just, uh, fell in love with the game and, uh, I've just kept on. So you
0: started with boxing and, um, if I remember right, maybe I'm wrong, but when you and I first met, that was when you were first getting into Krav Maga.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was very uh, that was I started in two thousand and one. So that was that was right. Uh, yeah. I, and I was yeah.
0: here in two thousand and two, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh I time, think flies. I just, yeah, time, time flies. Yeah, time flies. Oh, it's wow. it's scary. <laughs> but as long as we have the, have a nice hair haircut, hey, you know. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Hey, yeah. but I had hair back then. I don't think you did. No. Yeah, but I'm, I did. I, I've so been I'm a little. Like bit, I'm, I'm I was cu- ten years old. I'm, I'm, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm a couple steps behind you there. No, uh, yeah. so but but why? Why Krav Maga? my Because it was it, it. It always has this air of mystery around it. But it really had this air of mystery back then here in Norway. There weren't yeah. a lot of people who knew what that was. How did you find that?
1: I think uh, I just stumbled into it because I uh, I was uh, this is just pre, moving to this moving is to pre-YouTube. Oslo. Pre
0: YouTube, pre YouTube, so you couldn't yeah, see the
1: Yeah, So I, I just uh, stumbled upon it. I was looking for a boxing club, yeah. and uh, and I just chrome go. What is that? And I just uh, okay, that sounds interesting. And uh, just uh, and I, I think it's the whole tool package that you know boxing is just. Uh, yeah, just hands. Um, but the chromago had a little bit of everything, you know. Uh, a little like, grappling,
0: uh, a little boxing, little judo. little Yeah,
1: everything. Yeah. So maybe if 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 M- MMA was a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, uh, known back then, maybe that would be my path. But uh, yeah. I wanted to chromago, and um, yeah.
0: And you own your own. You own your own gym. Is that?
1: Yeah, I did, uh, I've I've uh, stepped a little bit out of it now the last two years, but okay. uh, uh, other people have uh, taken over and, uh, yeah. Are you so still
0: in, are you still
1: in ownership? Yes, yeah, okay. still in ownership, but I'm not uh, active instructor anymore.
0: What's the okay. name of the gym? Put it out there. Let's let people know where it is.
1: It's uh, Kramaga Vasnas. Vasnas. Yeah.
0: That's up by, that's up in Molde. Am I yep. right? Yeah. It's,
1: you have to take the ferry over Across the fjord. And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are yeah. a lot of uh,
0: fjords here. A lot of fjords yeah. there. I yeah. was, uh, my wife, uh, that first summer uh, when I was here uh, in Norway, and I, I think I talked with you about this um, when I met you, she took me on a trip uh, all over Norway, like from Trondheim and south. Yeah. And uh, I remember going out to Mulde, and it fascinated me how... It, it was kind of isolated. You had to have a take a ferry or go over a bridge. Just it is. It was yeah, like yeah. a real island atmosphere, <laughs> real isolated, but just beautiful. Yeah. Just such a beautiful place, man. So that's, yeah. why rec- so that's why I recognize where your gym is because I've I've actually been
1: there. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's it's a nice place. A uh, lot of uh, nature and the mountains. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. Um. <clears throat> So, uh, so at this gym, are you, uh, w- did you work as any kind of an ins- instructor or were you just in the ownership in the,
1: the, I the- was, uh, I was an instructor, f- uh, for 11 years. Okay. Uh, so I was a sole instructor for, uh, but I, I th- and I, uh, then I got a little bit more help, like, um, some, um, the, the beginners, they, they they were, uh, instructing the beginners and I, I was instructing the more, more advanced uh, students. Oh, interesting. So, so, uh, but you know, it's, uh, on the countryside and, uh, Kromaga is not that yeah. known. Uh, I think, uh, if you uh, practice k- uh, karate or um, boxing or something like that, people know it, you yes. know, uh, yeah. it's a little bit easier and, and because of the brutality of the system, you can't You have to have age limits. Yeah. yeah. You can't uh, have, uh, they have Kromaga kids and that's more playing. uh, Kind of watered uh,
0: watered down when it comes to technique and whatnot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's like, uh, stay safe and uh, be aware of your surroundings and uh, like a lot of games.
0: Did you find it challenging to start a gym out in the countryside like that? I um, can identify with that. At one time I owned three gyms up in Northern Norway yeah. And there were some challenges but it also gave me a sense of freedom. I can do what I want. I don't have to follow what the chain gyms are doing, you know. I can do yeah. my own thing because there was no competition. How did you yeah. experience that when it came to the challenges?
1: I was an instructor for Chromaga uh, Global uh, and so so they have this uh, curriculum so I, I had to okay. so that's the same in every club. So I so see. we were training the same that they do it in our curriculum, and, yeah. 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 So they have to 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 uh, earn their uh, patches. They, yeah. We don't have belts; we have patches. Yes. So, yeah, to earn them, you have to yeah you have to know your curriculum and. Uh,
0: but yeah. again, you probably had some challenges because you were out in the countryside. Plus, it was a rather unknown form of martial art.
1: That, that's the problem, you know, yeah. uh, to get this uh, out there and uh, to get it known and uh, to get people to try it yeah. because it sounds like. Uh, uh, yeah, mad thing to to do. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it's it's a it's it's interesting. It's I, I think it's pretty cool that you have that aspect to your, uh, to your personality, to your resume, if you will. Yeah. Uh, I always, you know, I I do stand up comedy, and after this conversation, I'm gonna find out a way to work a routine into, <laughs> you know kicking somebody's ass, but you're praying for them after yeah. I'll, I'll make it funny. I promise.
1: Yeah, oh, that's So, <laughs> so you'll, you'll get
0: some writing credits in my standup <laughs> routine. So. Uh, that's good. Um, let me ask you something. Now, this is something that I do, uh, with my guests. <clears throat> um, it's kind of like a deep dive into the personality, uh, and into the soul, the heart and soul of my guest. Um, as we wind things up, I wanna ask you to fill out a sentence for me. I'm gonna say three words and then you fill in the sentence. Just one sentence. Okay? Yep. Jon Silte is Whoa. Oh my
1: goodness. Oh yeah. That's that's uh, is it time
0: for a commercial break. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be uh, to be continued To be continued. Uh John Silte is a lot of things, but the first and foremost is a father. Uh, uh that's, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's a good, good wrap.
0: How old are your kids?
1: Uh, 17, 15, and 12.
0: 17, 15, and 12.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my, my oldest son, uh, soon he can, uh, drive me all over the place, that'd be, yeah. that'd be nice. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I say this all the time, uh, Snoopy and I, my wife, I call her Snoopy. That's, that's American for Snooppa. <laughs> that's a- actually when I first met her, uh, the very first time I met her was in the gym in Chicago. And this Norwegian lady that I was friends with, um, uh, was going to meet up with my wife. My wife was there on vacation to see this other Norwegian lady that I knew. Yeah. So my wife walks in the gym and Hey, get my friend waves to her and shouts out across the gym. Hi Snoopa. <laughs> and I didn't know Norwegian at the time. So my wife comes in and Hege introduces me to my wife and I shake my wife's hand. I said, hi, Snoopy. Nice to meet you. My name is John. <laughs> and I've called her Snoopy ever since. So, um, well,
1: that's a good one. <laughs> no, uh, w- w-
0: what I, what I was going to say is um, Snoopy and I, we have, um, our daughter is 16 and our son will soon be 14. Mm-hmm. And I say to them all the time, you guys are almost at that age where you can start to drive and then I won't have to drive anymore because you yeah. can do it. And I always tell them I, they're free to do what they want for a job. But I tell them you have to make a lot of money because I'm a big sloppy guy. And when I get old, uh, adult diapers are going to be expensive. Yeah. So
1: very expensive. You have to so. find a good
0: job to take care yeah.
1: of. You have to yeah, get a good education. You have to get the, a good yeah. education,
0: whatever's going to take to pay for all those adult yeah. diapers. So so you have three, three kids. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that is probably the, toughest job that you have now you have a lot of responsibility as a reverend you have your flock the people that you attend to but you also have your children has there ever yep. been any conflict there any crash
1: no a t- it's, a time uh, time th-
0: conflict to squeeze with your availability
1: of, of course you you have to um you can't be uh, on uh, all the time but you i think on the countryside it's i think it's a probably a little bit harder when you were a minister in, in the big cities and stuff like that. People, things happening all, all the time. Sure. Sure. And, so, you're, a, uh,
0: and you're a crisis counselor as well.
1: Yeah. yeah we so, didn't even
0: talk about that. You're a crisis counselor. Um, yeah, yeah. So that so, means uh, you're pretty much on call whenever you never know when something's going to happen and people will need you.
1: Yeah. So uh, we have this, um, uh, what you call it, the Beredskap in, um, in, uh, in the church, you know, like we, um, A crisis team. Yeah. Crisis. Uh, so I, am the one that delivers the message. If somebody dies, uh, unexpected or something like that. So, so that's, uh, um, uh, we, uh, that's, um, it's, um, Cooperation. Yeah. Uh, cooperation with the police. So the police call me and I, I go out, uh, to uh, deliver the message.
0: Oh, that's and a tough job
1: that's a that's the worst uh thing i do and i also is in a, a crisis um in a group in uh, in our community that if something bigger happened that uh we are a lot we are nurses and doctor yeah. and and me uh yeah. so we go out to to help people if they uh if they need some following up uh, with trauma and stuff like that
0: what's the biggest occurrence that has uh happened where you had to be involved in that crisis management team.
1: It's mostly uh, accidents, you know, when uh, accidents that uh, involving uh, younger people, uh, oh. so that it, it shakes the whole community yeah. and we open the church so people can can meet there and uh, you know light candles and and it's moments like that you see that church really means something for people because yeah. they they come there and uh, and they need something that is a little bit bigger than themselves. Yes. Yeah. Uh, need a heaven uh, over their lives, Yeah. Uh, I think.
0: Well, it's a heavy responsibility to be there to comfort people in moments of grief. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I've had to do that when I used to work uh, uh, with Barnabon. Uh, yeah. And then also back home working as a police officer. And that is an extremely difficult thing to do. It um, is. But that's part of what makes you such a beautiful person, and I and I mean that. Uh, you know, I didn't get into details right. about, but you, but you you know the the different cases and different things that have come in the media. You've uh, uh, one thing that really touched me recently was some work you were doing to shine a light on the difficulties an older lady was having with uh, a cabin, a family, uh, a piece of her family's history that she was going to have to possibly sell uh, yeah. and get rid of, and it would have affected her uh, <laughs> quite harshly yeah. you get involved in those kind of things and it ju- it's just a testament to the beauty of you as a person the beauty of you as a as a christian leader uh and we thank need you. we need more people out there uh like you Jonsilta. i i say that from the bottom of my heart I, I i've always thank you very much always liked talking with you and i've missed you uh i missed you too <laughs> this so, is, you know we're talking about 20 15 20 years ago yeah. And uh, I'll I'll blame myself. It was me who quit that job and moved up north. So it's my fault.
1: Uh, Your fault, yeah.
0: It's my fault. I'll blame myself. But uh, (laughs) it's never
1: too late, you. It's never too. Well, I'm back. Well,
0: I'm I'm back in Drummond now. But yeah. uh, uh, but then you moved to Molda, so we're chasing yeah. each other. You know,
1: that is my 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 fault. That,
0: now it's your fault. Now it's back on you.
1: But I'll be here waiting for you. So uh, yeah.
0: Well, hey, again, uh, our 25th wedding anniversary. I'm going to call you.
1: Yeah, you do that. <laughs> I'm going to do. That.
0: Um, the last thing I'd like to ask. Um, maybe this is a little bit selfish of me, but we can also include anyone who's listening. Uh, on my radio program or on my podcast or watching this on, on my YouTube channel. Uh, we can include them in the benefits of this as well. And that I, w- I would like to ask you, Yon, is there anything you can say? Just put some words out there, a paragraph maybe, something that I and my listeners and viewers can carry with us to get us through the day, maybe carry us even further out than that, a week a month. Something that we can reflect on. Can you help us with that? Because we need that.
1: Yeah. Um, on the top of my head, I can I can say that. Uh, first of all, I th- I think you are, I think you are uh, loved. Uh, I think you have a heaven over your life. Um, I think I think even though you don't think about you know God or uh, uh, a yeah, higher being or something he thinks of you, I think. Um, and I think, uh, the most important thing we can do as human beings is, uh, is try to reflect that, that higher being is love. So uh, take care of yourself and take care of, take care of those you love. And even though you, the people you don't love, take care of them as well and try to be as good as you can. And, um, uh, I think God got your back, even though you don't believe in him. I think he believes in you. So yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah.
0: I I I love you, Jon Tilta. That's just beautiful. <laughs> and and, and that is that is a message that I can't speak for anyone else, but that's a message that I need. So thank you. Yep. Thank you. Listen, everybody who's been watching and listening, I want to thank you for viewing this and for listening. I want to thank you for your continued support. I, I love you guys. It's it's amazing the support I'm getting. Uh, it's amazing to be able to speak to people like Jon Uh If you guys want more of this, you can find it at my website, www.johnallanpod.com That's J-O-H-N-A-L-A-N-P-O-D.com. You can check it out on my radio program, uh, you can check it out uh, on a podcast platform. Go to my website. All the information is there. I'm here for you. Jon Silta, thank you so much, my friend.
1: Thank you. Nice to be here.